Greetings, dears. Annette here. Thanks so much for joining me here for this moment for chronic wellness. My name is Annette, and today we are discussing the question, how do I comfort someone who's managing chronic illness? What an important question this is. When we know someone that is sick in an acute or a curable way, we can say, feel better, or get well soon. We can send a text or send flowers and hope that the difficult time will pass. But when someone has a chronic or a long-term disease, it doesn't feel so simple and we don't often know what to do or say or how to provide comfort. And when it isn't easy to know how to provide support or respond, what then should we do? So I'm offering here my list of top five do's and don'ts of offering support to someone with chronic illness. So my number one is a don't. Don't say, I know just how you feel. As someone with chronic illness or in almost any life circumstance that's really challenging, this often feels really minimizing. Unless you have been in the same circumstances, you likely don't. You probably can't fully imagine what it's like to have an unresolved health condition that goes on for years. And while it is wonderful to empathize and sometimes even sympathize with the person you care about, do not go this one step further and co-opt the experience by saying, you know just what I'm going through or just how I feel. And that brings me to number two. Number two, do say, how are you? After a prolonged illness of any kind, many people stop asking this question. Quite frankly, many people stop asking any questions. But being someone who asks this question and listens to the answers is a compassionate and supportive thing. We need more people in our lives who care about our experiences, who care about us as people. Also, I, as I think many people are, was raised to believe that talking about my illness or my experience of illness is tantamount to complaining. And so sometimes I need some prompting or someone asking me about my experience in order to open up about how I'm doing. And so your question or your encouragement will go a long way. And it'll make me feel loved and cared for. Number three. This is a big one. Do tell me what's happening in your life. During some of the darkest and scariest times in these illnesses, times when I have been struggling to breathe and haven't been getting out of bed, people have been understandably, perhaps, hesitant to tell me about their problems, feeling as though the circumstances in their life 
pale in comparison to mine. Sort of like, well, how can I complain about my job when you're on the transplant list and going through all of this? But the reality of this is, A, this isn't a pain Olympics. Pain is pain. We all have it and it all hurts. B, I need some distraction from my situation. So please tell me about what's going on in your life. And see, I feel more connected to you when I know what's happening in your world. So please tell me what's happening in your world. That will be welcome. I want to know what's alive with you and not always just tell you the latest on what's happening with me. And D, sometimes I'm tired of giving my latest doctor update or health rundown. So sometimes it's nice to talk about something else. Number four, and this one's a twofer, do offer support and assistance, but don't offer blanket assistance. When I am sick and overwhelmed, when all the houseplants are dying and I am not sure when I will next have energy to take a shower, and you ask, how can I help? As much as I appreciate you wanting to help, I cannot be in charge of thinking of ways for you to help me. So think of ways that you can offer assistance and do just that. And then almost make a nuisance of yourself by continuing to offer. I'm only half kidding. <laughs> do keep offering. So for example, we have a friend who texts us every Friday that she's going to the grocery store. What can she pick up for us? We take her up on it every week or not at all for months, but every week she offers. Now you can say, I'm doing laundry today. Leave any loads you want me to wash for you on the side porch. Or you can say, can I take the kids for you on Thursday evening? But be clear and specific about what you want to give and then give as often as you can and require as little as possible from the sick person. Now for me, and almost any sick person I know, meals are always helpful. But some of us have special dietary requests. So my friendship circle knows what my dietary requests are. And they also know that my energy is my most valuable natural resource. So often it's limited. And so when they bring food, they leave it on my doorstep and text me when it's arrived. What a blessing and help that is. So think about what you can give and then offer it as often as you can. Please don't be offended if we take you up on it sometimes or we don't take you up on it for months. Number five, this is the most important one. Don't be so confused about how to offer support that you fail to connect or reach out. Often my illness has meant that I've gone weeks without being on my phone. And I know that this has been hard on my friendships. It has taken a toll. 
I haven't meant for it to be, but my lack of consistency has hurt my relationships. If you care about me and I come to your mind, reach out and let me know. You can do it with a call, a text, a card, whatever method works best for you. No one is ever sorry to know that she is remembered by a friend. So, offer support. In whatever form that feels best for you. That's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. I hope that this has given you some food for thought about the ways that you might offer comfort or support to someone who is living with chronic illness. Often it is just not feeling alone for any of us, whether or not we're sick. Knowing that others care about us when we are feeling isolated or lonely or at our worst is often just the boost that we need, being remembered and thought of. The fact that you're watching this video <laughs> means that you care enough and someone matters enough to you to consider their needs and how you could bring comfort to their lives. So thank you for that. And here's my challenge to you. If you are someone suffering from chronic illness and you felt well enough to watch this video, reach for your phone and send a text message to one of the friends that you love and have missed or who has offered comfort and support to you and thank them for being in your life. And if you are someone who has a friend with chronic illness and have watched this video to figure out how to be of support, take one of these tips and figure out which one you want to put into action right now. All right. Thanks very much. Please be good to yourself and be good to one another. And remember that whether or not you are healthy, you can be well. Thanks so much for watching. See you soon.